continuing in our series where we are walking through the 27th Psalm. Amen. Today we are looking at verse 4 and verse 5. I started verse 4. We will try to close out with verse 4 and at least get somewhere into verse 5. Amen. It reads as such in our hearing. One thing I have desire of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time, the season of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me, and he shall set me high upon a rock. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! My thought today, my subject matter is the greatness of God's faithfulness calls us higher. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's calling me higher. His faithfulness is calling me higher. Father, even now, speak, Lord. Move Tracy out of the way, and you speak, Lord. Lord, for your glory, Lord, for your name's sake, allow there to be in our listening audience and manifestation of your presence that you may meet us where we are and take us where you want us to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. If you've been following me, you understand that David is journaling his journey. He is literally in trouble. He is literally running from King Saul. He is literally running from the army that he trained. <laughs> What has gathered around him is the, the, the disquieted, the troublemakers, the one, the disintent. He has about 400 men, and, and those that are not satisfied has gathered around him. So he has no one to encourage him but himself. They, they, David, David is dependent on what he knows about God. You can't speak like this unless you know him. You, you can't talk like this in the time of trouble unless you've been through some things, unless you have seen some things, unless God has already experienced some things in your life. This, this isn't for novice Christians. This is someone who has seen the power of God be expressed, manifest, 
in their life and, and in the midst of their trouble, they are looking back at who God has proven himself to be. <laughs> you got to be able to draw back on your past experience. You got to be able to say, I know he did this in the past and my God is faithful. David is, as I read this, I, what I see crying out to me is David is saying, I know my God is faithful. I know it's his character. I know who he is, who he says he is. His truthfulness is based on his faithfulness. His word is based on his faithfulness. So I know that in spite of what I feel, what I'm going through, what it looks like, all the chatter in my ear, my God. You better know God is too many of us are controlled by our feelings. We are controlled by our intellect and we can't figure it out. We don't believe it. But my brother and sister, our faith is not built on faith. Our faith is built on the character and the integrity of who God is. And even when your situation don't look like who God says he is, you got to stand flat-footed and say, God's not finished yet. He's working in the background of my life. I don't know when he's going to do it, but I know. In verse 4, David talks about the beauty, the attractiveness, the, the glory, the splendor of God, which tells me he has seen something. <laughs> can, 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 I, can, I, can I go here? Listen, it, it's not what you see on top of the mountain. God is an expert at showing himself in your trouble. If you haven't been through nothing, you don't know much. But I want to talk to some folks who've been through hell and back. I, I want to talk to some, some folks that, that if you told your story, nobody would believe it. I want to talk to some folks that you know that the only reason why you made it is God kept you. I, I want to talk to some folks that know that you have been in your grave, but, 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 but you had a God but experience. And your but God experience have, has allowed you to see some things through love and revelation and illumination. Listen, listen, your, your, your faith got to get more than head knowledge. Your religion won't keep you. It's your relationship with the living God. You should not fall apart every time trouble hits. You should not lose your mind. Something ought to rise up in you saying, my God still lives, my God is still alive. I'm trusting him. I know too much about him that doubt him. Now, now I won't say you won't get hit in the air taken out, but after you catch your breath, you ought to say, Lord, I'm leaning 
on you. I look over the hills from which cometh my help, because my help. David is actually showing us how to walk in this. This is not a cute song. This is not a cute, a cute poem. This is a journal that he is writing while he's going through. <laughs> we are gleaming into David's life and we are catching, asking questions. How can David do this? Because I want what he has. So when trouble hits my life, I can talk like this. <laughs> I can talk like this. David is, 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 is going back remembering what God has showed him. And, watch this. and in his trouble, he's looking for God to show him something. <laughs> he says, I, I, I'm seeking. What the? I'm, I'm hungry. I'm thirsting for his presence. You know what that tells me? God's presence will not always be manifest, but his presence is always with us. You, you don't have to always feel God. God always has to show up. God always has to confirm. You know what I learned? That once he said it once, that should be enough to carry me. And God is faithful to what he says. He don't have to say it over and over and over. Your GPS system don't work like that. Your GPS, as long as there's no more information, it won't say nothing. And I know what we do, we check it to make sure it's working. We'll check it to see why well, I ain't saying that. Well, you're on track. As long as you are on track to the last command, as long as God is keeping you the last vision he gave you, the last word he spoke to you, that word ought to be able to hold you. You ought to be able to say to yourself, I know what he showed me. I know what he said. David is saying to myself, he has already anointed me king. I know it don't look like it. This is just the opposite of what God showed me. But God is faithful to his word. You know, God is faithful to us when we're not faithful to him. His, his promise is not based on you. It's based on him. Now, there's conditional promises where he says, if you do, I would do. But there's some promises he gives. He don't care what you do. He's still going to do. It's unconditional because God is faithful to his own namesake. <laughs> he said, when he said, I dwell in the house, he's talking about presence. The presence of the Lord. All the days of my life, Lord, whether it's manifest or not manifest, your omnipresence, which means you're everywhere. Psalms 
139 says, though I make my bed in hell, thou art there. If I go to the highest mountain, thou art there. Our God is faithful. How can I say that? When you know he's faithful, you act like he's faithful. It holds you so you don't lose your mind. It makes you do right when you want to do wrong. It, it, it makes you talk right. Listen, listen, when you want to complain, you start praising anyhow. Your faith is not tested on the mountaintop. Our faith is tested in the valley low. The testing, the only thing that God has given us that we should offer back grown, more grown, is faith. Your works, if it's not done in faith, is unacceptable. Hmm. He don't need your works, but he wants your heart. If he don't have our hearts, and what we do, he do, do you really want somebody to, to be around you and, and, and you doing for them and you don't have their heart? They're using you. God don't want any users. He wants us to be in love with him because we got his heart. He want to know, matter of fact, he knows whether he got our heart. He's showing us. You, you, you see, we see who we are in the time of trouble. How do you act when all hell done broke loose? What comes out of your mouth in the time of trouble? What happens when, when things don't look good? Because on Sunday morning, everybody talk Christian. <laughs> Even the devil talk Christian on Sunday morning. Hallelujah. The devil holds up a finger as he goes in and out. It's, it's when he got us all by ourselves and there's no audience and and, 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 and we are disappointed because what we thought God ought to do, he didn't do. The, the, when God didn't show up at, on time, what, what then? What, how do we act? What, what do we say? What comes out of our mouth? Look at David. Behold the beauty, the, the, the comeliness, the glory. I see him. It, it, it's amazing that once you see God, everything else in comparison goes pale. It's Moses in Exodus 33, when he could be asking for anything else, he asked, well, I want to see your glory. I, I, I don't need your help. I, I need it, but that's not what I'm seeking for. At some point, you quit asking for what's in his hands. And you start asking your face, Lord. Your face, your presence. If, if I just know you with me, if I just know you got me, then I know I got everything else. 
Here Paul in Philippians chapter 3 talks about, he said, he said I, I was a Hebrew, a Hebrew, I was a, I was a Pharisee, I was zealous. And he goes throughout the world, all the list of, he, said, he said, but when I saw Christ, I counted all that as done, nothing. Now my, my, my desire, my seeking is you. How, how is it that God can be so good? within himself or by himself that if you ever get a glimpse of him that, that it, 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 it's far beyond everything else. And the truth of the matter is until he breaks us we don't get there. The truth of the matter is to some of us I'm talking Greek. Maybe this message isn't for everybody. Maybe this message is just for some of us. But, but there's somebody who's going through hell and high water and they don't know where to turn. Matter of fact, God has blocked every exit and you can't get out. And all you got is him. It's when, it's when, it's when, it's when, it's when you go to this person, this person, and they can't help you. In fact, they have no clue of what you're talking about. It's when God starts separating you from familiar places and familiar people. And all of a sudden, you realize you're not familiar. Matter of fact, I used to want to fit in, but now I really see y'all. I don't want to fit in because you're viewing things from another perspective. There's a higher calling, and the higher he takes you, you see differently. Your desire change. Your want to change. It's amazing what God does with your brokenness. <laughs> Some of us are rebuking. We think we're rebuking the devil. We're really rebuking God. It's God molding and shaping. It's God pulling and changing because God said, you are the, you are the clay. I am the potter. Can I not do with you what I want to do? Can I make you into a, a vessel of glory? And, and many of us feel like, well, well, what about me? You know what? God knows everything about us. He knows our ins, our outs, our everything. And what you will discover that in him, you find everything you thought you ever needed. You find yourself. You find yourself. God, God is preparing David for for the journey. He's preparing David to, to run. He says, he says, he says, out of Apple 5, when we talk about beauty, it says his sweet attractiveness, his delightful loveliness, the Lord to meditate, to consider, to inquire in his temple, which is presence again. Look at, look at verse 5. Let's go to verse 5. Let me tap into this. Verse, verse, verse 5 says, for in the time, the epiphy uh, says day, but, but King James means time, but in the, in the Hebrew, it's season. <laughs> A little longer. That 
your trouble may not last always, but it may last a season. Your trouble will last just long enough to teach you what you need to learn. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. It, it's trouble that he has allowed. Matter of fact, in the Hebrew, it's evil. It's evil. Rather, evil from without people, Satan, whatever, even, even yourself. But he said, I have, I, I have allowed it to happen because what you don't understand, you are still in my hand. But I'm making you like my son Jesus. Many times our objective and God's objective is two different things. We want to be left alone. I want to be happy. Give me what I need. Let me be. Let me be. Let me do me. Lord bless me. Lord is all about me. Me, 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 me. I'm talking about saved folks. <laughs> I'm talking about good church folks. But in the garden, when you read Genesis 2, where it says they were naked and not ashamed, means that they was not self-conscious. They were God-conscious. And they didn't have a complaint. They were so caught up in him that they knew who they were. They didn't, they didn't deal with insecurities. They didn't deal with, with this head stuff. They wasn't up in their head because God was their mirror and he gave them the purpose, their image, and everything else. We fell from that when Adam and Eve fell, and Jesus came to restore. We are born again in our dead spirit. Our spirit became dead. The reason we use the word born again, Jesus said born again, he said, because I have to reconnect to your spirit because God is spirit. And until you reconnect to your spirit and begin to walk in the spirit, I can't show you who you are. It's not who you are in your flesh. It's not who you are in your soul. It's who you are in your spirit. I'm calling you higher in your spirit. That's beyond our feelings. That's beyond our intellect. That's beyond what we think is right. That's beyond our opinions. That is a spiritual reality of what you was created to be. Colossians chapter 1 said that Jesus created all things. He created it for himself. There's nothing that is created that's not created. In fact, he holds everything together. It's for him, by him, is for his glory. So why you think you're going to find yourself outside of him? 
is him. When, when I read the Bible, I now hear, it's, it keep on saying, it's me. I am the, he says in Jeremiah chapter 2, he said, I got two things against I said, my people. He said, he said, number one, they left the center of the well that was full of living water. Then they went and hemmed out a well that was broken that can't even hold water. Where are you searching for your life? What are you running after? What, what are you seeking? Where are you going? Where? 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 He said, the devil came to kill, steal, and destroy, but I came to give life and give life more abundantly. He said, oh, before, he said it's your spirit life where you're going to find yourself. It's your spirit where, where I'm going to flow into everything else in your life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All the other things will be added unto you. He said, I'll take care of everything else. Well, let's, let's make the first thing the first thing. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, in the time of trouble, huh, in the time of trouble, trouble comes. Don't be afraid of trouble. In fact, trouble, if you let it, will push you higher. There's a higher calling on you. You know what I'm I love this. He said, he said, he said, in the Hebrew, when it says high, he said, I will cover you. Have you ever, I'm talking to somebody, have you ever been going through hell and you knew you was going through hell? but you didn't feel like you was going through hell? <laughs> and there was such a peace. There was such a presence. Matter of fact, if you're not careful, people would think you crazy because you're not acting crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you're going through so much that you should be acting crazy. But God got you where you don't feel like acting crazy. It's his supernatural peace that is on you. And though it's crazy around you, a tornado is crazy on the outside. But God will put you right in the center of the tornado. And there's a peace in the midst of the tornado. I believe that God used things in nature to give truth to his word. If it's true in the natural, it's an illustration of the spiritual. All hell could be breaking loose around you. But if you get your center point to be Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, Shama, that means that is well in my soul, that, that God will put you right in the center. And though you see stuff spinning, you're not spinning. You know what's so awesome? He says in him, this is available, but only in him. Trouble pushes us to, 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 to go get deeper in him. Trouble helps us to realize that there's really nobody else you can count on but him. 
It is the faithfulness of God that draws us. Trouble, trouble makes you get there. But when you get there, you discover how good he is. Trouble pushes you there. But once you get there, you taste and see that the Lord is good. Trouble will, will, will make you push you there. But, 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 but once you're there, you realize this is where I need to be all the time. Trouble push you there, but once you get there, you start thanking God for the trouble. Because if it had not been for the trouble, you would not have discovered what's in the Lord and realize he's the best thing that ever happened to you. Oh, oh, I, I, I could go. He said he hides me in his shelter, cover. God, God, God said, it, 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 is, it is Isaiah, you know, not Isaiah, it is Psalm 91, where God has spread his wings over you. It's a picture of the eagle that God illustrates us as eagle, him as an eagle, and it's us in this 10-foot nest and while the mother of the father eagle sees the storm coming, one of them flies into the storm because they know that the storm is going to take them higher. They're going to ride the current of the storm. Let me stay right there. You know, you know watch this, watch this. It, 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 even if you are in a storm and you don't have the strength to flap your wings, you don't have to flap it, just spread them out. Keep on praying, keep on worshiping, and trouble will take you higher by yourself. As long as you got your wings spread, the up current of the storm will take you higher. If you're depending on the faithfulness of God, God's caught knowing that God is faithful. I'm still going to call on you and I'm still going to praise you. I don't have the strength to flap my wings, but I feel myself getting higher anyway. I've made up my mind the devil can't make me quit praying and he sure can't take the praise out my mouth. So Lord, I'm determined to keep going higher. There's a higher calling from where you are. You can't be satisfied where you are. He goes on to say, he said, the rock is that he set me upon a high place. This high, this rock in the Hebrew is a cliff. There's mountains. The ground is rock. There's rocks everywhere in Israel. It, it's, it's cliffs. And you'll see in scripture it says, give me hind feet. Give me hind feet. Set me on a high place. High feet. Just give me that video. These deers are, they're, they're called ibits. They are over 160 feet high. Look how vertical it is. They are able, their hoofs are two hoofs that are sharp. They are licking the salt that is on this thing. They can go where no animal can go. 
They literally, their babies follow the footprint of the mama. It's literally vertical. Here you can't see it good because the picture came out wrong. But, but they are literally put their hoof in a little crescent and they are there balancing themselves. No other creature other than a goat or deer which foot is made like this can hang like this. You know what David is saying? Because these are up in Israel. He says, Lord, give me the ability to climb higher. Take me where nobody else can go. Take me where my enemies can't climb. There's two pictures here. One is the eagle. That when crows get behind them, they pick with them. And the crow can do acrobat. The eagle too big to do an acrobat. But the eagle said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to stretch my wings and I'm just going to go higher. If the devil is messing with you, if people are messing with you, don't act like them, but spread your wings and go higher. If they're messing with you on the ground, look up at the hills and say, I'm going climbing. And you put your feet, say, Lord, give me highest feet and let me climb. Is there anybody that want to go higher? Is there anybody that's going to trust the faithfulness of God? He won't let you down. He says in his word, if you repent, I'm faithful to forgive you. He said, if you come to me, I'm faithful to hear you. I'm faithful to my word. If I said it, I'm going to do it. Somebody ought to say, I'm trusting the faithfulness of God. He said he's going to keep you. Trust him to keep you. Know what I love about it? You can be as bad as you want to be. But if you're his child, he won't let you go. Now he will whoop you to get you back in trouble in order. But the whooping is his love. He said nothing, absolutely nothing can take you out of my hand. The devil can't touch you. In hand. You, know what's so, you know what's awesome? I got something in my hand, but you can't see it. You know why? My hand is big enough to cover it. You know what? If God wants to hide you, all he got to do is close his hand. Hallelujah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. In order for something on the outside to touch what's on the inside, I have created a room to touch it. But notice, I allowed it. If I allowed it, it's still in my hands, and I can shut it anytime I want to. Hallelujah. Let me show you something else. While it's in my hands, it's covered by my strength. 
by my power, by my strength. Now, I'm not that strong, but God is almighty. Somebody ought to shout, because you're covered. You're covered. You're covered. You're covered. Can't nothing come your way unless he allowed it. It says that in the time of trouble, and, and, and Corinthians says that, that though trouble may come, he will not allow more to overtake you than you can bear. Hold on, don't stop there. Because he will allow it to come more than you can bear. But it says he is faithful. He is faithful. Say that with me. He is faithful to make a way of escape. I've been thinking about this thing, and I now determine that Jesus is our way of escape. So if trouble comes your way, call on, call on, call on, call on the name of Jesus. Spread your wing of prayer. Spread your wing of praise and fly and fly higher and higher. Trust the faithfulness of God towards you. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. Lean on him. Depend on him. Trust him. Praise him, thank him, and know, 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 and no, 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 he got you. He got you. He got you. understood had the revelation you got me and you are faithful even in this got you I need to say to Jesus he got me there's a number that you can call. 